Holy shit, welcome back to Things About Stuff. Things About Stuff, my god. Our first year podcasting. No, it's yeah. over with. 2017 is over with. I know. We're talking about in review. We went a whole year of... Po- well, we had four months off. Hiatus. <laughs> but yeah, we disappeared for a little we, while. We disappeared. Uh, lost lost the mojo, I guess. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. Yeah. It happens. But, uh, you know, it's it's over with, though. Two thousand. We're into 2018. 2K18. 2K18. Can you believe what type of video games will come out this year? We're, st- we're... Who... Did you think we'd be podcasting a year from when we started? Or did you think we'd be just kind of like... I might I might be on one of the podcasts saying next year when we do this. Uh, I hope. Because I always thought we... I, I was like... Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we won't. You know, we 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 made it. We made it a whole year. We're brought we're broadcasting in 2018 from the same spot. From the same fucking spot, the this, lovely Trump Acres. Yep, scenic Lower Albia, baby. Hell yeah, same same hosts. You know, the bearded one and Judge Die. Fucking right. We we actually for we remembered to announce. Our names on the podcast yeah, before ourselves. before the middle of the podcast, but we're you know, bringing back a crowd favorite. Of course, of course, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say we couldn't review a year like 2017 without one of the, you know, our local porn expert. <laughs> How could here. two men <laughs> recap an entire year <laughs> without someone yelling from the bathroom? Kelsey Monroe! <laughs> now, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. Introduce yourself. I'm Spencer Hershock. And I'm back for the... I think it is the sixth time. <coughs> sixth time. I, I think it is. Somewhere around there. You're for part the very of the sixth time. You're in a very elite group. Like, you're the only one that's probably been on here more than twice. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Which not. makes it elite. Yeah, very elite. The You're, closest one, I think, is Sam. Sam's been on... Because he was on the Final Escape episode, yeah. and then he was on with Wade. Yeah, damn. We need he to, was also a very good friend of the podcast, by the way. Shouts out to Wade. Fucking Wade! Everything he's doing with his podcast. So what do you got? Then you, got you got Wade and Andy. Andy was Number 24, on. tied at one apiece. <laughs> one apiece, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to say someone besides Andy was on for that... That podcast, the Celebrity Death Tournament, or not Celebrity Death Tournament, it was just a death tournament in general because we had sports, we had celeb, we had we had a little bit of everybody. Is that where Earl Dibbles Jr. won? Yeah. Oh, no, I think that was Andy. He beat out Tony Stewart. I think that was Andy. <laughs> we gotta talk about that later. I think that was Andy, but yeah. It, but it was Andy, you, me, Judge, and someone else, I thought. I mean, I was drinking heavily. Oh yeah, Kendra was on some. She was around somewhere. We kept we kept mentioning her, but she wouldn't say anything. True, true. Well, Jody's been on twice now. Jody has been on twice, and he'll probably be on more this year. I'm sure. 
We want to know, do you guys like Drunken Uncle Jody, or... Drunken Uncle Jody. Should we nix him from the program? I, do, I like having him on there, because he's got some controversial nah, I things I have fun to doing it. Yeah. I, have fun, I have fun hanging with my uncle while he drinks, and, you know... Yeah, he's the one that told me to call him Drunken Uncle Jody. Now, you heard that on the last podcast he was on. I didn't do this to be mean to him or anything. He wanted me to call him Drunken Uncle Jody, so everybody else would call him that, I guess. Yeah, and guests in general are just a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Jody in a long time, actually. He was a hell of an assistant coach of the Chiefs baseball team. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he was. That team, kicked, that team kicked ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, yes. Yeah, fuck it. That was the first time I had... Uh, Get more ice for me. That Make Chiefs sure team was first. when my dad yeah, took, took me off to the team. side. And in front of the kids who were afraid of the ball, he beamed me once in the shoulder. He goes, did that hurt? And I'm like, in front of all of my friends? No. No, no that didn't hurt. <laughs> So he throws another one right upside my head. Does that hurt? No. That's what your helmet's for. <laughs> yeah, it made an example out of me in front of the rest of the team who was afraid of the ball. And I only have a few years. Was that your dad or Jody? That was my dad. Okay, well. But Jody was the assistant coach on that team. Yeah. Which means I only have a couple years left before I can bean my own son with baseballs. <laughs> before I know that I'm on the right track. One right in the head, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna see. I might get my daughter into um, like t-ball or something here pretty soon because she's she's about that age. Five. When do they start? Caden started at five. Okay, I might yeah, I might get her in this year then. Yeah, he did uh he did two years of T ball and then this last summer was his first of See uh, I might do um, um when's isn't there a soccer thing under under six, I thought I saw your mom post something here pretty, pretty recently. Uh they've got U six. Yeah, and say which is under six, right? Six and under or six yet be six. Uh well U six kids. You're no. you're in. Yeah, it's, it means six point. six years old. Oh, so is the cap six. is the oh. cap for the team. Oh, so oh, so you six five. And, yeah, six and under play on one team, and then the next one is U eight. Yeah, so that the eight and seven year olds can play together. Yeah. Uh, they teamed up with Centerville's YMCA. Nice. I see. I might. I might get her in to see if she likes soccer, because she's kind of she likes to run around and stuff and. You know, she's she's active. She likes and she like I said she wrestles. So, you know, yeah. might get her into this, like like t ball or like or like soccer. You know, but if they well in that soccer over you know, that legal wrap up before t ball does. Oh, nice. So do they travel uh, or? Well, uh, it's the Centerville YMCA, so I think we have to go down to Centerville mm. to play with them. Uh, the eighteenth. Is uh, it's the meeting for all that, and I'm gonna tell them that I got a boy that I want to put in. Uh, I'm also looking for a coaching spot. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've had a lot of fun coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and soccer, soccer is a game I really like. I really love the game of soccer. Mm-hmm. The way uh, 
you know, some of the big points of the game that makes teams better than other teams are really, like, the social aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like, the way teams can... Communicate? Yeah, yeah, communication, being able to talk to one another, being able to coordinate what they're doing. And at that age, it's kind of... It's not really that. Yeah. They just kind of bounce the ball around and chase after it. But that's a big part of the sport. And, of course, I'm a two-time state qualifier, not to brag. Hell yeah! Because uh, if you bring up those numbers, that's nothing to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did you ever tell a story on on uh, on podcast about what you rented at the state tournament? <laughs> the <Whoa>. movies you rented? <laughs> Oh, no. No, 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 no. What happened at the hotel at the state tournament? I think that's what he was getting at. (laughs) No. uh, Iowa State Soccer Tournament is a pretty party place if you go to the same hotel as the other teams and and maybe some some gal that just traveled through from whatever state she was coming from. Yeah, it's things pretty good. It, it'll turn into a, yeah, I mean, uh, lit place. You be a I mean, one hundred. It will keep it one hundred. I lit don't know. AF. <laughs> yeah, lit AF. If you can't see us because we're on a podcast, we're putting air quotes on. Yes, we're putting air quotes on. Air quotes. <laughs> we're doing it on everything now. Yeah, when you have a hotel rented in Des Moines, some things you're not ready for might happen all of a sudden. <laughs> Uh, but that was our second year making it to state. We actually pioneered in Iowa soccer. We were the very first team to lose first round, seeded number one to the number eight seed. Fucking right. First time it's ever been done. Albia, Iowa. Hey, has to happen sometime. Couldn't happen at a, a more convenient time. <laughs> Yeah, we lost three games that year, and uh, the fourth came first round <laughs> at the state tournament. Man. Yeah, that's a shitty deal. But, you know, someday... We were number one in 2A. Someday, just like in the I mean, NCAA, number 16 seed is going to knock well, off the Wasn't it close? Seed there was a team last year. They get, close, they get really close. It's been like 250 games or some shit that they just. It's pro, uh, probably not 250. Clint says. It's like 100 games. Where no, it's just. That'll never happen. Not even my lifetime or your lifetime or your kid's lifetime. That'll never gonna happen. So, well, it's like I said. It's it, never gonna happen. It will Well, happen. yeah, that's number one versus the 16. This was number one versus number eight. Okay, <laughs> number one, eight teams make it up. The there. number one versus number 16 in the NCAA, though, will happen. And it will be Duke. That's it. not to go. No, I soccer to be, basketball. I think it'd be like no. I would. I would love to see Duke lose first round to a sixteen. But yes, yeah, it will be. Duke. Other than that, not to bounce no, back dude, and forth. No, Duke be all someone like Gonzaga or some shit like that. I don't think it'll be like Duke. No, it has to be Duke. Why? It has to be because you have a personal beef with Duke, or no, not personal. No, other than they didn't. They didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't recruit the me. <laughs> so. You didn't even play Yet basketball. Again. Other than that. You have to play. I've told you this a million times. You have to play basketball in order to get recruited. I played. 
up until my sophomore year. You got what more do they need to see? <laughs> Offer something by then, or I'm fucking out of this shit. You're fucking, what are you, fucking LaMelo Ball? I'm going to go play across the Spen- <laughs> Spencer is one of the only people I've ever seen steal a ball, pass it behind his back for two points, and get benched for it. Him and Colin Soda. Yeah, that did happen. It was a spectacular play. It was phenomenal. No behind the back but passes. No, no behind the back passes. You get benched for it. <laughs> Not to a Mexican, show, you can't. Show but in an all white town. Like but ours. now, I should have been playing at whatever fucking California school that those balls are playing at. They point at the half court line. That. What's this? What, what is it? Uh, Lamella? Is it Lamello? Uh, yeah, Lamello, and there's another one. I can't remember. Yeah, it is Lamello. But point at the half court line. As he's dribbling up court, and he'll stop there, and he'll shoot, shoot a regular shot. That's his yeah. thing. Now behind actually, the back. That's pass, what I was gonna be, say. You would be probably the shortest shooting guard in NCAA history, but the tallest point guard in NCAA history. <laughs> <laughs> you make your spot at the and the scrawny at the point guard. <laughs> his arms look like little. Twelve-year-old child. That, they're bo- they he both. Looks like a little kid. They left him I and his. He is probably a little him kid. and his yeah, brother actually like left. Did you know they left that? They left that team. Uh, what Chino Hills or something? Yeah, like that? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they, what I was talking about. They the left conference. that team and they're actually gonna go try to play across seas, and then come. Well, back. they didn't specifically leave. Their father pulled them out. Pulled them. From which the he should have done. Long time ago. Do you hear what he is doing now? He should have pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> he's stealing from restaurants. <laughs> What's he doing? He's doing a lot of that now, but uh, evidently back then, no. Uh, he he's starting his own league, so to speak. Uh, it's all that ball, motherfucker. Yeah, Levar Ball is offering ten thousand dollars a month to the top. High school recruits to come play in his league instead of college basketball. He's going to pay them $10,000 a month for however months the league goes on. But when they, they wouldn't so, get... So they, they could they, essentially skip college and then maybe play in this league but they against would, the top recruits of all the top recruits but they would for a few months to, and then go into it, the next draft since they're, getting, they're playing college. To me it sounds no, like the Globetrotters against the Generals. If they're getting paid, they can't get they can't get drafted. No, they can't. How can they get drafted, though? It would be like going overseas to play. Oh, yeah, the same way they, you get yeah. paid over there. It's not an NCAA violation. It's in an entire different league. Hmm. So now, is this a crazy idea, or is this is this like a? I think it'd be pretty legit. I mean, would it? Would it? I mean, it's, it's it is crazy to think, but he could have maybe just changed the game a little bit on the NCAA. This, well, he'd have maybe, he'd have to have all the deals that NCAA does with broadcasting, because if he's not on television. He's only giving out ten thousand dollars a piece. My thing is and bringing in nothing. My thing is right. Listen to me real quick. 
why go get ten thousand dollars a month when you get twenty thousand dollars a month from a fucking Louisville or Duke <laughs> or North Carolina or Kentucky or Florida or any of the snake Syracuse? Yeah, exactly. I'd rather play college ball for three years and declare for the NBA draft after three years and making twenty thousand a year. They only have to be one and done. That's You're right. Yeah, yeah. You don't even have. Yeah, most of the Kentucky football. players are one and done. They're like five. five. Why? 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 Why do I want to be here any longer? Yeah, a national championship and a quick twenty-five grand <laughs> <laughs> for playing ball. <laughs> Kentucky will do, but ten thousand dollars at this Lavar Academy. Nah. I, was, I was trying to think of what they're of what they're called, but uh, where are the like contributors, alumni, alumni, the fucking, alumni, yes. they're they're giving you money. You know damn well they are. So oh, yeah, there's a lot that has been expo- exposed lately, especially around Louisville, the big big time basketball programs lately. Judge is, Judge is just pissing right out the door right now. So. Yeah, hey, watch the. Well, you're not I going. See it. You're. <laughs> you are not going. <laughs> he's hoping he's not pissing on the ice tray. Uh, I think he. I think he was going over it. <laughs> I hope he wasn't. You know that's gonna trickle down into the <laughs> ice tray. I don't want no more ice with my Captain and Coke. Were you there. going over the ice? <laughs> no, nah, I went around. <laughs> I don't want any more ice with my Captain. Just saying. I don't even believe that for a second. Uh, better. Fuck it. Tonight we might go two hours. Fuck it. <laughs> 2017 in review. Going two hours. <clears throat> what? <laughs> I had to look. This mic picks up everything. You know, I, just, I have uh, to look. I have to go look. ahead and look. I mean, you didn't. you're going to have to sniff. You think it's safe? Or you think you pissed at him? We're waiting for a judgment. He pissed at him, didn't he? Uh, you, we're on air, bro. We can't have that much dead air. But anyways, so... Um, I had to bring it in for inspection. inspection. He's he's inspecting the ice cubes for for piss. So I'm gonna because so uh, I'll be the one to shut the front that, door. That was apparently uh, Spencer's uh, bright idea was to put ice cubes in in the and w- put the water in the ice cube tray and then leave it outside since it's like what zero degrees outside right now. Yes. So he's trying to get new cubes right now. It looks good. I'm not... I don't trust it. I saw the stream of where he was going. <laughs> Detective Spencer over here. And where the ice tray was sitting. I think it does look good. But you know... We why, want why don't you health violations. Why don't no, you I, I'm good. I'm, Looks good, yeah? I'm not. I'm still not taking any, though. <laughs> why don't you lick a few of them? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just... Hey, I'll eat them. I'll eat them. <laughs> I mean, you sniff it if you want to. I did just fine. <laughs> I believe he did. What's what's? I last? hope you believe so. I saw where his. <laughs> Shut up! I saw where his stream went. Anyways, uh, people are gonna look down on trailer parks after this. <laughs> God damn! So uh, all this stuff. In your ice cubes. While we're doing that, I'll just review my 2017 a little bit and review. You don't uh, need ice cubes anymore. My uh. 
my year was pretty good. Uh, at the tail end of 2016, I found out I was going to be a father again for the third time. Ended up having the baby in July on the 3rd. Yeah, which turned out wild, man. Yeah. You had us all on edge with that one. Oh, yeah. She was uh, she was born premature, but uh, she definitely uh, she pulled through. She's gaining weight. She's still, still tiny, still tiny baby. Yeah, last I saw her, she was about the regular size of an actual newborn. <laughs> yeah, and baby. she's about six months. So she'll be. She was six months today. Six months today, which today is the third. So, well, happy half birthday. Here. Yeah, I know, right? She's well. She's, how how premature was she? Because she was. I think itty bitty. Thirty two weeks, I think. Thirty two or thirty four. No, th- I think it was thirty four. Because I think she was weeks. Yeah, thirty-four weeks. Because full damn. term, full term is forty. Ooh, it used boy. to be ninety, Seven. or it used to be. Well, well used hold to be on. She she was months? carried to thirty-six. No, she was thirty-two. Thirty-four. Oh, thirty-four. Thirty-four. I said Sorry, thirty-two. We're, we're, I think. All, we're all saying. That no, right I did. No, I I asked how early she was, and you oh. said thirty-six. Oh, like, no, God no, damn! No, no. <laughs> she. I meant she to say fingernails. She, she was thirty-six weeks at. The time she came out, she, so she was born with about thirty. She was born thirty-four weeks. At thirty-six, she would have been. I guess there would have been no problem, but she came out with no problem. I mean, she came out. They thought she was gonna have some breathing problems, and everything turned out fine. She, um, she's she was breathing on her own, and um, just pulled through. Started. Um, she had to be fed through the nose, through that tube, for about a couple weeks. Because we were, I think we were, in, uh, we were in the hospital for about a month, or three weeks maybe, something like that. And um, so, yeah, she definitely pulled through, did great. She's still doing great. She's, she's a quiet baby. She's not one of those ones that throws a fit all the time. So definitely good. Um, I'm sure she'll get to be even more of a brat when she gets older because that's how my other daughter is she got older she got to become a brat yeah but um <laughs> yeah and then my my daughter started wrestling this year um, my son played football um my son actually broke his arm in football during um after they had a scrimmage before their first set of games and then his he broke his arm during practice which the funny thing is, is like, he didn't really get upset or cry or anything about his broken arm, but, um, cause when we got him for practice, we didn't take him to the doctor or anything. They're like, it might be broke, you know, it's kind of <laughs> tender and stuff. Naturally. He didn't cry or anything really. So like, he goes to bed that night and he sleeps with it, doesn't cry or anything throughout the night. The nurse told, uh, or the nurse from his school said, you need to get that checked out. So we did, but like we didn't think anything of it because he was he wasn't crying or complaining anything about it. Um, comes to find out, he broke it. You know, um, I can't remember which one it was the ulna or radius or where it was like somewhere around there. Um, so he got to he he uh, still. I made him go out and be with his teammates during practice. Go out to all the games, you know, because that's part of being a good teammate. It's yeah. like you gotta be there for your team. That, yeah, being there for your team is a big part of it. 
but learning the game. Yeah. Watching it and learning it and not falling behind. Yeah. You know, you Definitely take an agree. entire year off and you're a year behind everyone else who comes back mm-hmm. next year. Yep. With the fear of breaking an arm. Yeah. I, and he did get to play the last game of the year, and I think he, since he was so fresh off of breaking his arm and be able to go back to play, he kind of played a little timid. But, like, before that, he was doing he was doing really good. Um, he was – but this year I don't know if I'll, if I'll keep him in the same place to practice – or to, to – for football. I might take him somewhere else because I just feel like um, – I don't know if they'll definitely – if they'll pay attention to him because there's so many people that play in that league. Yeah, is there a summer camp? To do yeah, I think there's a summer camp a position stuff. or something. But I think he needs to be a lineman. He's he's just not quick enough to do anything else. I mean, he's kind of like a, a he's he's definitely a lineman like I am. So he needs to he and he like he needs to learn how to pick his feet up when he runs because he kind of runs like shuffles. So until he can kind of like get his footwork better, I mean, I'll teach him how to how to be a lineman and stuff like that and. I think he could definitely be a good lineman. I think I just think, and I think he's like one of those people that wants to help people. So a lineman, that's a big thing. You help out your running back. You help out your quarterback. You know everything. A lineman is a key component to any football team. So. Oh yeah. Or my short brief with football. At practice, I got to hit all these kids that I hated. <laughs> who picked on me during the day during school and then when we got into actual games I had my spot in the middle of the defense number 59 <laughs> I was a middle linebacker it just I didn't even know the game you know what I mean yeah. I just spent all my time at practice hitting these kids that I hated so much <laughs> then when it came to kids I didn't know I was like oh what do I do <laughs> Uh, and then the other thing that happened to me this year is I actually got to be an assistant football coach for a team or a, a school near us, one of our rivals, actually. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I love doing it. It's a great program. They're gonna, We're going to be great next year. Hopefully, you know, I don't get like a – I don't know. I'd like to get a job somewhere around here and still be able to coach with them or get a job at that school. Um just there it's a great great um great program i think it's going to turn around i think it's the 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 coach is great he's it's gonna it's gonna turn around i got we got a good staff i think you know playoffs are definitely in our future and then eventually hopefully a state title you know i think the the team is i mean we'll have kids that are capable they're all farm kids and they all you know they got that blue collar mentality they come in they come to practice they come to work you know and that's how it is um i think you know some schools like the kids are either they're not like they're not like farm kids they live in town and they come lift weights and stuff, and that's that's just not the same. Not in my book. I mean, yeah, you, they well, don't we have live, We live with a generation of instant gratitude. Yeah, if they're sure. not doing great right away, they they don't like it. Um, 
that's enough about my 2017. I I had a pretty decent 2017. I didn't. I you guys might feel 2017 was shitty, but I didn't have that bad of 2017. I was just looking for. I I thought I think. 2017 could have been like a pretty down year for anybody, but I just think that 2016 was such a shitty year that 2017, by comparison, was going to be a good year. Like almost anything was going to be better than 2016. Um, yeah, by comparison, it was a completely different year. Yeah, on the upward bounce for sure. Go ahead and talk about your 2017, and I had a. God damn, in 2017, I mean, during our hiatus, I was coaching Little League Baseball with my boy, mm-hmm. uh, and he did great. We moved up to uh, the pitching machine. Mm-hmm. He was able to hit right and left-handed off of that, the same way he did the year before, and that... That just comes from I had him hitting off the tee when, when he can barely stand up. Mm-hmm. I had a little plastic tee and ball set for him, and we'd just play in the living room. I'd sit in front of the TV, you know, protect that one, <laughs> and then just let him hit whichever direction he wanted. And uh, he really he did really well this year. We had a little machine that would. It was like a mechanic arm mm-hmm. yeah. that the coach would set off, throw him a pitch, and he did really well with that. It mainly came down to when our later games, when the sun came down real low, he'd just get in the left-hander's batter's box, and he'd hit just like he did right-handed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was awesome to see. And then. Uh, after that season, we went right into the soccer season, yep. and he had not played that before, so that was a first for for both of us, uh, trying to coach his way into that, and I remember the first night we did that, uh, it's just a drill called Steal the Bacon. Mm-hmm. They send two kids off of either side to go win the ball, try and put it in the goal, and he jumps off the line and went and stood in front of the goal. So the two kids beat out the one and are dribbling down to him, who's standing right in front of the goal. He just took it from him, took it all the way down and scored a goal. Our very first t- very first practice got a goal under his belt. Uh, and it took a lot to coach those kids. The the six and seven year old kids mm-hmm. but there was one night uh, after we started doing games I was the only coach there so I had 16 kids and I was the referee and the coach of both teams <laughs> yeah so that turned out really well at first we had our standard you know how the games go like five on five mm-hmm when I had a, he gave me some high school kids to look after them. Then the high school kids had their own practice that they had to leave for. So I just put all the kids in the game and just, it was basically a free-for-all. <laughs> I mean, 
from that you're not really going to learn the game other than the throw-ins the this and that uh well we had a lot of fun doing it uh i believe my boy he had a lot of fun doing it he's got those quick legs that are just made for soccer you know yeah uh and of course he's got the bat for baseball so that was awesome to see too uh and then coming around after after that i hosted my first stand-up show Mm -hmm. in 2017 which was uh for me it was a big deal promoted by a different person who asked me to be the host which I had not before that imagined anyone would ask me to open the show and introduce everybody the night went over really well I remember you guys sat front and center hell yeah wearing the same shit that I did (laughs) (laughs) we did not even plan that either no no, not even planned, but we were wearing about the same flannel shirt. <laughs> yeah, black and white. You look it up on Facebook, there's a picture where you can see your dad down in the bottom <laughs> corner of it. <laughs> it is sitting there, a little gray fox. <laughs> gray fox. <laughs> Joe the gray fox. I'm surprised you went out. I'm, I, I'm surprised you So was out. I. I was really glad to see them there. I did not think they were going to make it. Cause he would, I I just figured he'd be like, "Hey, you gonna go tonight?" No, I got shit to do. <laughs> got shit to do. <laughs> got shit to do. Nah. No, up is real. It's a great thing, man, to be able to. I don't know, cause whether I'm doing stand up or I'm in the crowd watching stand up, it's almost like you leave your trials and tribulations at the door. Mm-hmm. Really, and just. Enjoy yourself. True. I know when I take the stage, it's like stepping out of my own skin to go do what I do. You know, it's a lot of fun. Nice. So I was glad that night went over really well. Got another one coming up pretty soon now. Yep. That should have, uh, from what it looks like on Facebook, and whatnot through our promotions. It looks like we've got quite a few people nice. yeah, showing I'll, out. I'll be there. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm uh, sure I'll get my mom and dad out there too. I will be there. My mom will be there as well. My dad. Good luck getting him to go any, <laughs> anywhere other than to a ball game. Stacy got to come? Or? Yeah, because Sam, brother Sam we've had on couple times now yep. he's dad, gonna be headlining the event we we're talking about this saw sam's one of his first shows and he's so he doesn't believe that he makes new jokes or anything i guess <laughs> no same shit sorry sorry so he saw one of his first shows it's like i've already seen him so i probably won't go <laughs> Well, there's new stuff, and there's people that you haven't seen yet. I mean, you you could enjoy it, but now you don't have to. Obviously, and well, he has to work the next day too. He has to work that Saturday morning, so yeah, he probably just stay at home and watch the Hawks do play that night. Probably watch the Hawks game and won't make it out. But everybody else, I have actually sent out a 
bunch of invitations on Facebook and and a lot of people have messaged me asking if it was still going on or whatnot. Uh, which I appreciate, man. And they, uh, they, with Sam Headline, he's been my my biggest mentor in stand up. Uh, I go over to his house about an hour before we do the open mics and stuff like that and we'll sit there and get the game plan together of what's going to go on and I've been able to tell some really good jokes after bouncing them off of him you know so I'm really glad that he's a part of it most glad that he's headlining the night and he was a hard one to get down here, man. He really did not look forward to coming back to Albion. Last time he was in Albion, he kind of said some shit, though, that was taken the wrong way by a yeah. lot of people that probably didn't appreciate the jokes. But No, nah, and again, that was, an impro- that was an impromptu thing where no one was there to see stand-up. They just wanted him to do his stand-up. But they went to the show where you hosted it in Ottumwa. And a lot of those people actually found it pretty funny after. Yeah. If you're you're purposely at a stand-up club to see stand-up, I mean, you're much more apt to accepting jokes for jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where what Brian, where Beard was talking about, it was more of a, just an impromptu thing. He was talking to people who weren't ready to hear stand-up jokes. Come on, yeah. get up there and give us something here, or whatever. And he was just basically talking about how we're breeding athletes here in, Al- in Albia. And <laughs> that's kind of yeah. what the gist of it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, was something about the top 2% and that. So, I, mean, I mean, it was... It's, it's, a, great, it's a great it joke if you... It funny s- if you would know about yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it's a great joke no, if you were there. I think Sam's ready to hear a I joke. Mean, I, just, I mean, I think not. The, at the time that the people that were there probably didn't appreciate it, and you, like you said, they might. Well, not they have did. Been ready. They did not. Is <laughs> how were, that went. They were probably not ready for stand up, well, like you said. So, and you're gonna find that uh, that's not the only time that he's had a problem with a set of his. And I bet you it's not any time. <laughs> That anybody else has had a problem with the set of theirs, I suppose. Wow. I mean, you have your good days and you have your bad days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had a bad day. Have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, <laughs> no. Have you seen Chappelle's new stand-up? Funny. Yeah. I like his the first one, the first episode. He's like, he's like, I'm. He just comes off. He's cocky, but he's so right about what he's saying. He's like, it's like this shit's not even fun to me anymore. He's like, he's like, I, I'm so good at telling jokes. That it's not even fun to me anymore. He's like, I even start with the punchline of a joke before I, I start with the end of the joke before before I even write yeah. the joke. He's like, I'll yeah. I'll start at the end and work backwards. And it's like the one about kicker and the pussy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's not gonna be enough stovetop stuffing for you. That's so right I when I kicked her in the pussy. I kicked her right in the pussy. That's where he follows back all the way up to. That's when I kicked her in the pussy. And you would never see it coming after <laughs> yeah. all the telling in that joke. It is, I just had to 
go ahead and say it myself because I had just watched it <laughs> oh, one day hilarious. ago. <laughs> I loved it. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but yeah, it was it was so funny to me. No, I did yeah, finally just watch both just of watch those that. about a week ago. I finally sat down and watched both of them. But Chappelle has always been my favorite, man. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's how he made his way up onto Mount Judgemore, <laughs> was being the best. He the is best. one of the greatest. Around. <laughs> it is a good one. All right, Spence, you want to give us your recap of your 2017? Anything? Well, I'll go ahead and keep this one short because it's not incredible by any means. I mean, it's, it's to me, my 2018. 2017? 17? Yes. <laughs> yes. My 2017. Uh, I just worked a lot, you know, miserable, miserable work, you know. Well, I mean, don't want to work. You're going to get on that train to Auschwitz pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, I've <laughs> got to get on that tra- train to Auschwitz. And Auschwitz. And, you know, it's kind of a part where, where you think about where your paycheck has, is going. You're, you've got this paycheck, got this paycheck, getting paid bi-weekly. They're, they're not paying you in Bitcoin, are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about getting paid bi-weekly and this, this happening and, and this happening and you got all this much money going here and then and then you gotta pay it here and then you gotta pay it here. That's kinda like they do actually fucking own you for a little you know. You I understand you, you. Now I realized you know, that, you know, that you know, time you know, I dropped you off at work there's uh you go through that gate and one side's a twelve foot fence. Yes. The other side's a twelve foot fence is this with what you're about razor water? wire yes. on it. Yes, this is the, the side new, with yeah. everyone on it okay, has so, razor so wire. So this is the new part of my work. This is the Vocker in in Eddyville, Iowa. It's it's called Vocker, but it's spelled Wacker. Which but, is the funnest thing when they come into the pro- bar with their shirts on. It's pronounced Vocker. I always see yes. Wacker and say, oh, yeah, you do that professionally now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's spelled Wacker. It's, it's pronounced Wacker. It's a German company here in the U.S. and all over the world, too. But, yeah, they put up razor wire and fences and cameras and fingerprint scan-in and scan-out kind of deals this last year. So I feel... Also, they, I don't want to go into the dryer bit. I'm not <laughs> going to. The dryer and the, the product gets... I can't talk about that legally. <laughs> so, I, I won't go into that. It's going to kill you, isn't it? It'll either kill me or... Make you a superhuman. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'll either be killed or it will kill me. I don't can't talk about the dryer, okay? The dryer we won't speak of. But the whole fingerprint scanning and all and the cameras that all come in would be watched. What a what a bug of a move. I mean when you snap yeah, the chip the chip isn't even inside your body. It's not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. One day you're gonna go in. And they're like, "Hey, but we now need they're you to take talking. These. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna go in one day and they're gonna be like, hey, we need to, uh, you got exposed to something. We need to give you a shot. And they're gonna inject yeah. you with a chip. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your physical's next Monday. Uh, they're gonna put a chip inside you? And they're so never we gonna, can locate you. They're never gonna tell you this. So when you call chip. a sick day in, we can actually tell where you're at. And, We're gonna put it in your and right if you hand. if you are not at home, and it will tell your body temperature if you don't have a fever, <laughs> we will just go ahead and shut that chip off. And what that does, <laughs> self destruction, self destruction, self destruction. We're gonna put it um, in your right <laughs> hand, and we're gonna see how yeah. many strokes it takes you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, yeah, other than that, the no, fascinating yeah. stuff that's happened at Auschwitz, which I call it that all the time. I call it the same thing. That time I dropped you off and saw the razor wire <laughs> was only on the side that the employees are on. Yeah, it's a way. And like, what is so... There's no way out. But, but they say it is to keep intruders from coming in. You got, you got people, what, like, secret agents trying to infiltrate. I don't want to go too big into this thing. But there but is a, there's is literally 200 yards of 12-foot-high fence that doesn't have razor wire on it that would keep otherwise thieves out of the plant. To me, it looks like it's just to only the keeping people just to the, in. Just to the highway. To me, it looks like, like they're just keeping people in on there. The With razor wires? Yes. Huh. But somehow deer have hopped over and can't get out, and now they are living in there. So, nice. So, <laughs> sorry to those hey, deer. Do they get Except used for product? There is only one buck one when there's buck. about four doe running around. You must be a lucky buck. I don't, I don't know. Lucky buck. All, all, lucky, you lucky all the buck. chemicals no. in there, I'm sure he's got fucking huge tines. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a world record breaker for sure. <laughs> but there's no guns allowed in there. No, no, no. Oh, no. You gotta drop those off at the door. Uh, other than that, uh, I've just been, you know, just going through the year. Coming on the podcast, right? Yeah, I'm doing... <laughs> Doing, Kelsey Monroe! Doing, doing doing whatever weekend off that I have to have some fun and uh, we're doing, doing some podcasts. We're doing this on a fucking birthdays Wednesday. Birthdays and uh, podcasts going up I've been on Wednesday. Those. I've been missing those family get-togethers. What? So. <laughs> I said I've been doing what I have been doing to have fun. Birthdays of people. Family get-togethers. I've been missing those. Because I don't, they're not fun. <laughs> I said I saw you guys had one not too long ago, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if Spencer." But, no, I haven't actually made any of those. But other than that, I would no, go going for to bunch of comedy shows. See, see Judge and Sam and and other guys around Des Moines. But but you mainly go for Sam and Judge, right? Yes, absolutely. And a few of us actually have made it a. Big deal to have a four or five person person a big old pregame where we get way too fucked up before we go so <laughs> to to uh to any show that we can. That goes back to your uh, concert days, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was watching Final Escape, which R.I.P. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah that goes back well, back to when we were going to concerts. Games. A fact that a lot of people won't even believe is when we first started going to concerts, Spencer was straight edge. Straight edge, CM Punk, huh? I was straight edge back then. Yeah, he used to I get us. Driver. <laughs> I was the driver. I was the driver. I drive ninety five miles an hour, and you wouldn't believe that because why would a straight edge person do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, because the speedometer the... only goes to eighty five. Yeah, so it told me I was going at least ninety five. No, it was yeah, it a fun went, time back then. Air quotes eighty five. To several concerts. <laughs> it was it was fun back then, where I was straight edge, and it's been fun now, where I'm not. <laughs> you're straight like edge. Fucking, you're like fucking razor wire. <laughs> but it, but anyhow, uh, no, the comedy shows, the concerts I've been to this year, been the Hawkeyes, and of course. The good times of the Cardinals, basically been the highlight of this year for me, but the but the concerts, and the comedy shows, like like you have said, Judge, comedy shows you walk into that, and it's kind of a, you for, you, it just kind of changes the way you feel when you walk into the comedy show. I can just laugh, my ass off, at all these. Comedians, you're kind of expecting jokes. things to be a little bit. So it uh, kind of just changes a little bit. I think where, no matter how bad of a week it's been, or or however. I think you have year. I think yeah, you, or a I think year. you halfway expect <laughs> crude yes. jokes at a comedy show, right? You you have to, and you expect to That's laugh right. at yourself a little bit, right? At a comedy show, you're gonna laugh at yourself a little bit at a comedy gonna, show. Those right? are the best jokes. I'll I tell have you from know. experience from me are the best jokes. I don't know, not, a, not as the comedian. Well, I, I mean, I as, a, as someone watching, you kind of, oh, I relate to that. Yeah, I mean, you really, you leave your trials and tribulations at the door, and you're there ready to laugh when you know that you're there for a comedy show. It's, uh, it's completely different than, like I said, with Sam. They asked him to do comedy at a bar where everyone was there drinking and did not give a fuck about comedy. You know what I mean? And it was sprung on him at the last second. What? There's something about comedy, though. Uh, not that the job is that noble or anything like that. We're not trying to save the world. We're just trying to a lot like politicians just further our own career um you show up knowing that there's comedy you don't accost any people want to people want to laugh (laughs) what did you just say you don't accost which means like force yourself onto like young teenage kids do you i would never force myself onto anybody (laughs) oh you know politicians do though well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get in that, right? We are not gonna get in. That. <laughs> no. Unless you live in Alabama, where they consider pedof- pedophilia a minor incident. <laughs> that actually, that dude didn't make it to the Senate. He he lost his Senate seat. That Roy Moore. Yeah, he, he barely lost, which is barely good. 
to be honest. It was, yeah. You barely got beat. 50% of Alabama apparently has morals. It's uh, it was a little frightening. What happened? Really? Over 50%, I guess. Like, 55? <laughs> oh, speaking of Alabama, let's talk about the college playoffs. Oh, I thought you were going to say Trump, because Trump was backing it. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yes. College playoffs sounds better than that. We can yeah. we can deal with Trump's inauguration in two words. An idiot. Done. Done. Or, or as Hillary said, what happened? <laughs> Maybe stick around for the end and you would have known what happened, well. you crazy bitch. Uh, so we've got we've got the college playoffs happening mm-hmm. this week, or as I like to have called it I like to call it and I've mentioned it before, the Alabama Invitational. Tournament. The Alabama Invitational. Yeah. We had Clemson, Oklahoma, and Georgia all in there. So well, not Clemson played okay. Georgia. Or Clemson played Alabama, so Clemson was the one seed. That was the third rematch of them for the last three years. Yeah, which, frankly, people are probably tired of seeing. I would assume so, yeah. I want to see any team in there besides Alabama at this point. Yeah. But you know Saban's standing on that edge, like, uh, uh, if I don't make it, I'm gonna have to take a high school team. <laughs> and my my family is used to a certain standard of living. Not with this what eight nine million dollar contract a year. I I mean he wouldn't go back to the NFL because he sucks in the NFL. Yeah. No, he sucked in the NFL. The Dolphins didn't do shit with. Him. That was probably the most talent we had, aside from the quarterback spot. But here we have... We had Ricky Williams, you son of a bitch. Here we have Alabama has beat Clemson. What was it, 24-7 or something? It was a boring game for the Sugar Bowl. Oh, the 24-6 is what Alabama beat Clemson. Okay. 24-6. And then then there was... Then the Georgia and... was an exciting game. Yeah, it was... Georgia-Oklahoma went to... Over, three overtimes, I think? Two, maybe, two or three. Two, two yeah. Whatever. Uh, 54 to 48 is what it would end up being. Yeah, over Georgia. Yeah. Over Oklahoma. And and Oklahoma had a 31-17 halftime lead. Yes, nuts. So that, that but, turned out a little crazy. That, that Sony good. Michael and uh, Nick Chubb, those guys are freaking unbelievable. Um, that's like the only time I've ever seen two teams in college football that have had running backs like that is when Arkansas had, they had like three decent running backs. They had, uh, Felix Jones. I don't know if you remember Felix Jones. Yes, he went I to, do, I he do, went to yeah. the, the Dolphins. And then McFadden, who did shit with the Raiders. I mean, he's still with the Cowboys. And then they had Peyton Hillis, who's Peyton Hillis had one good year with, with Cleveland, was on the cover of Madden. So they had three good running backs. And this was the first year Georgia actually won the conference outright since the nineteen early 1990s or 91, I think. Something like that. They have a championship game, the SEC does. Yeah. So it's a uh, pull for Georgia, I guess. I'm pulling for Georgia. Georgia's always kind of been that team that I like to watch in football besides Iowa. Like I always, I'm not. I like Iowa State. I I just can't get behind. I don't know why. I'll never be able to get behind Iowa State. It's. I mean, it's, I, I can I get wanna... behind them to push them off the edge. No, obviously. 
I don't know what to say about <laughs> Iowa State. I don't like them. So, uh, someone whether they do good, win their bowl game, or they do bad, I just don't like them. Someone, period. Someone asked me if I was watching, if I was going to watch the Chiefs game this week. I was like, no. I go, I don't like anything that's yellow and gold. I go, not the Chiefs. Not Iowa State. I can't get behind either one of them. I don't care if you are in the AFC West with the Raiders. If you're a bitter rival like Iowa State and Kansas City Chiefs are of my Raiders and my Hawkeyes, I can't. I'm not gonna get behind you. I hope you lose every fucking game. That's the thing about about people in Iowa say you should root for all the teams from Iowa, no matter what. Well, do you think Florida State roots for Florida? When they're not playing Florida State, or do you think Miami roots for Florida or Florida State? Well, they're not playing them. I mean, well, Oklahoma all roots for, for Oklahoma games. State or Texas roots for Texas A&M. When they're it's that's not that's not how that goes. I'm not rooting for Iowa State when I, when I'm a Hawkeye fan. Okay, no, that's the no. thing. It's, well, that's what I always root. I always used to root for Iowa State. Until I lived in Iowa City. They come to Iowa City and they destroy the town and act like we're the only ones who don't root for all the Iowa teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, you know how hard you guys make it to root for your team when you destroy our town? Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't like Iowa State one bit. They, they will just have a because good... just because Ames ain't worth a shit doesn't mean you come to Iowa City and treat it like it's Ames. Hey, you'll be able to elaborate more on this. Is it? Didn't they say that this year, this recruiting class is like Kirk Ferentz, like one of his best ever? They've had a pretty good recruiting class. I wouldn't go as far to say the best recruiting class. I said one of the best. Okay, one of the best. Uh, I would say. Didn't they get a couple weeks? Good. On the recruiting, they got a, I believe, a four-star quarterback from California, and I don't know if we've ever had a California recruit. I'd have to look upon that, but but this kid should be pretty damn good. But we have Stanley at quarterback, and he has the chance to to tie or break Chuck Long's. Passing touchdown record. Stanley threw twenty five touchdown passes last year. Yeah. And he could I mean if he He's if a he sophomore. keep more. Yes. If he if he could keep doing that and through his senior year, he would break, depending on how good they can they can be and how, how many touchdown passes he can throw. He could break it. But he would he would have to do it in one less year than Chuck Long did. But he's on pace through three years. He's on pace to break it. It's hard telling what will happen. I but, mean, that kid can always that quarterback, you know, could, that four star can always uh, that kid can always redshirt and then play a redshirt freshman year and then yeah, play, start as a sophomore, which wouldn't be bad. No, I like the way Iowa's Iowa is going right now. And I. Seems like we always find these running backs too that just come out of the woodwork and just. Ever since we had so much running back trouble back in like 2010 and 11 and 12, we had so much trouble. Everybody yeah. would get injured, and and then the next man in injured, next man well, in. Hell, that. And we'd go that? three or four deep, 
and then all of a sudden find this guy that was just there, all of a sudden four deep that would play, and he was talking about Weiss, right? Or was phenomenal. It? What was for it? for running backs? Like we would, we would have a well, we had Sean Green, and that was yeah. tremendous to have him. But after that, we've had injuries and injuries, and we finally set this year. In the last year, we had we had we had the uh, Sean Daniels, Wadley, and Wadley just had an amazing year. They, well, they were both, I think, a thousand yard rushers. That was the first time in Iowa history we had two one thousand yard rushers. Two of them. You're talking about the the kids. You're talking about those. We had to go four deep. Remember, Weisman was the guy that you're talking about. Weisman, yes. Yeah, he was. Mark he was Weisman. playing fullback, and he was yeah, like fourth we, on the running back depth chart. We flipped him up to the halfback, and and he did some. He was some the one crazy who jumped shit. the Iowa State line. Yeah, for a touchdown. But yeah, before then, it seemed like it was going to be it was going to be really pretty for the running backs. We had uh, a... But Wiseman didn't even stick with us for the entire year. He got hurt, didn't he? Well, he got in some kind of trouble. No, no Wiseman, Wiseman, never, uh, Wiseman was never in trouble. But other other than the running back position, Wadley had filled pretty well. Then we had this transfer from Nevada, James Butler, and he did pretty well for, for us as a, as a backup running back. In the previous year, uh, since then, I guess you know Iowa has always been tight end you or lineman lineman you have all the linemen can go pro, tight ends can go pro. Now they're calling Iowa D back you Get along it. with that. So we're putting out D backs, linemen, tight ends. All able to go to the NFL. Did you see that that one kid's going pro? Josh Jackson yeah, jo- yep. has has declared for the NFL draft. He will not come back for his senior year for the Hawks, and he tied the Iowa record for interceptions this year. First year which, starting too, which was set by. Uh, was it Bob Sanders? Was it? No, no, no. It was. Didn't he go by, pro right away though? To, Bob to, Sanders played like two. I think he played his. I think he played like till his junior senior year. I think he played a couple years. This record was set by two very distant history. Rec- they had the records for a long time, and Desmond King tied it with eight interceptions, and now Josh Jackson tied it in the bowl game with eight interceptions. And, and let and, and passes deflected. And too. we've led the the entire NCAA with interceptions as a team for two years now. I mean, I, I yeah this this class coming in, I think it's going to be really good for the Hawks. We won't be we won't be national title playoff good though. Is the thing. Well, we're not going to fire a coach about it because we're not Nebraska and we're not <laughs> no. LSU. <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to win 
13 games this year, what? Then we have to get rid of you. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't. No matter how many times we sarcastically ask to fire ferrets. That's what I was going to say. I was fire like, what do we say at the bar? Fire ferrets! <laughs> Yeah. There's no reason to ever fire Ferentz after <laughs> he's coming upon his his 19th year of coaching at the University of Iowa as the head coach. They said he did tie you know, Hayden Fry. He beat yeah, Hayden yeah, Fry. He, no, he, t- he, t- he tied his win record with 143 wins. Are you sure? I thought he broke no, it at the bowl no, game. He broke the bowl game record. He tied the overall... 143 wins in 19 With the seasons. Bulls game. Yep. And then against Boston College. So that is that is pretty neat to me. And, I mean, you, you're going to get – are you are you telling me that if if Hawkeye fans, unlike myself, and I know you have agreed, you're not going fu- to – you don't fire Coach. I think it's – Because he's going to win eight games this year, maybe nine games, or maybe win – 12 games another year or 11 games, you don't fire him because he's not winning a national championship. Because then where are you going to start? Yeah. You want you to buy his contract out and you want to you wanna bring in somebody that you have no idea about? Nebraska's tried that. They fired Bo Pelini for winning 9, 10 games a year, and now they're stuck with fucking 6, 5 games a year. They got Scott Frost though, who turned around. Yeah, so we now, we, aver- been, we average we average two star recruits. Yeah, what coach taking- is going to want to come to Iowa and use that type of recruiting, or bring a new style of recruiting to Iowa? They've talked about Bob Stoops leaving Oklahoma. He was the other dean of college football before he left them, and. Apparently for no reason. I don't know what he would do, but if well, Ferris's contract is like through twenty twenty five or something. I thought Stoops was like ten years ago. Is Stoops that... Stoops joined Oklahoma a week before. I thought didn't Ferris beat out Stoops when he took the job? Oklahoma hired Stoops one week before. Iowa hired Ferentz, and the thing is, Ferentz lied about his age the entire time to become a coach. And if it, it wouldn't matter to me, they were both under Hayden Fry. Hayden Fry's coaching tree is probably the best coaching tree in all of college football. The most NFL players to become after they've played for. Hayden Fry's coaches. I would say Kirk Ferentz. I mean, I would say it was great for Iowa to have somebody to stick around so long. He had all these winning seasons and great bowl wins, and he had offers from the NFL to go back again, and he just chose to stay. Mm-hmm. Iowa was the place he liked. You can't beat that. You can't beat the loyalty from it. No, and yeah, that's why I've always the, said through, loyalty through, alone. I mean, we've through, got a good through, coach. Through all that, and I've got this <clears throat> Chuck Long book that I've been reading, and he goes into a whole other deal that I hadn't even known about to where he's got, he's got uh, the old Michigan coach, Lloyd, 
and and Hayden Fry saying it takes five years to rebuild a program. You cannot do it in under. Some have three, yeah. three or four years, but Let's you, say the you, guy you from, need a chance. I mean, you can't just you can't hire yeah. a new coach and then expect it to be done. In a snap of a finger some like that, research it's not going to happen. On, uh, Scott Frost, yeah, that's he, a, he did that with UCF in like two years. So it's like, is it is it that he had? Well, that's these, a program the, that has talent, though. Yeah, as I say, did you they know, the, have, S, the well, SEC? They were, everyone wants to go there. You basically, in so Florida, you can get it I done. Would, I would assume two, three I years. Florida, in. Central Florida, or 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 South Florida, you might have. Those yeah. that, that can't get into Miami, but Miami's start going there. downhill too. Though they've they've, they've recently rise. They they up. they came back up, but they they but had their problems too. Florida State or 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 Florida or Miami, and where what would they do? Would they go all the way to Iowa up in the Big Ten? Maybe, but not all. I mean, you have these guys that might not be able to get into those schools in Florida and don't want to leave Florida. They're just as good, I suppose. Maybe that's. I'd say Texas. You, would, I would assume maybe a, like Texas has gone downhill though too, and they're like the mecca of college or of high school football. How are you as the Longhorns not getting these top recruits out of Texas and yeah. having like a ten and two season every year? I they played what was it Missouri in the bowl game, and they were six and six, and so was Missouri. Another thing is. Michigan is throwing shade now at at uh, James Harbaugh because they've had him for years, and he was supposed to be like an Urban Meyer or Nick Saban. They thought he was going to bring the most powerful where was team he to Michigan where again. Was he where was he at? He before? was the 49ers coach. But before the 49ers, he was a college football coach. Stanford. Stanford. He, t- he built that team into something. But, but they have not found the success that they yeah. had, they had thought he was going to bring. So now, How is he so doing? now, and this is this is a good thing. Since the Hawks beat him last year, last year when we upset them when they were number three in the nation in Kinnick Stadium, because that's what the Hawks do. They you know, right. bring in powerhouse Kinnick to Kinnick right? and we'll play you. Just as we play, that's what the Hawks do. They play anybody, whoever they're playing, Purdue. Or Northwestern, or it could be Ohio State, or it could be Michigan. You play them. The Hawks just seem to play them as good to as who they're playing. That's how it seems. They play to their competition. Yeah, you're gonna have to live with that. That's what they seem to do. They play to the competition. But for Ohio State this year, we beat them 55-24. Whoop their ass. And yeah. And last year, we played Michigan to that well. They were number three when they came to Kinnick. And any time you go to Kinnick during a night game, the crowd is going to be on on their feet the entire time because what did you just do? What did what just happened? You gave you gave all the people going to Kinnick six, five, six hours longer to get drunk. Yeah, <laughs> if you're if you instead of playing at eleven a.m. And you're starting at five or six or seven. You gave them way too much longer to get rowdy. It's yeah. gonna be a lot louder. And, and they're numb gonna, from all the alcohol. Yeah. It's cold out. But 
but uh, I think I've seen they, that Harbaugh is only like one game above 500 since that Iowa game upset last year. Yeah, yeah you want to talk about Michigan. Now, how about that? And they, yeah, yeah, let have, let's, let's have Michigan let go of Harbaugh. How about that? Hey, who's the only Big Ten team to lose a fucking bowl game this year? Michigan. Michigan. All other, all They were up 19-3 at half and lost 23-19. I mean, it sucks for them. Yeah, yes, the experts were the weakest link in the whole fucking NCAA. No, who's the... And yet we had one team drop out of bowl. Who used to be the fake idea of college football? It was the Hawks, right? That's what Colin Cowherd would would always say. I mean, Bill... Well, I said the experts. I it's Colin Coward, not Bill Coward. No, it's Bill. Bill, no. Bill Coward is the coach. For, was coach for the Steelers. No, Bill Coward is <clears throat> Colin Coward. <laughs> That's not. The no, same. I, re- I refuse to call Colin Coward. Colin Coward. I call him Bill Coward. Always have. Why? Because Bill Coward. Because he's a bitch ass. Bill Coward he was. was the- he sat back that entire when we went undefeated through the regular season he was every year or every week just downplaying the Hawks but you know Bill Cower was the coach for the Steelers that was really good right so that's kind of like a compliment to Colin Coward I know call him by call him by somebody else's name I think <laughs> is more assuring than Colin Coward who has his own show that isn't even set up right. The set is all fucked up. Fuck Colin Coward. Fire Coward! That's what I'm trying to say, is fuck him. Call him Bill. For now on. <laughs> Let's call him, like, Felipe or something. Something that's not even related to somebody that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Coward. Let's call him Jim Coward. I don't <laughs> Call him The Coward. The Coward, yeah. That I have. Yeah, the, you want to specialize in NCAA guys who are nineteen to twenty years old? Yeah, oh yeah. that's a coward right you, there. You ever seen that guy? Who is the guy from uh, Oklahoma, Oregon State? Maybe he was like ta- they were. They were just they were trashing so, one of his players or something because one of his players had a bad game or something. He's like, so you want to blame somebody? You blame me. Uh, he's like. Blame me. I'm 40. <laughs> Who was that? Yeah. The guy from Oregon State that was like uh, talking about his. Uh, he's like. He's, ta- he's like. You want you want to talk about somebody? Talk about me. I'm 40. Oh, uh, that was the coach of Oregon State. I thought. Texas Tech, maybe. No, it's Oregon State, or or it was something like Oregon or Oklahoma State. But he was talking about the the reporters were like talking bad about one of his players, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "These are kids. He's these, like, are, these are kids," which is true. These yeah, are kids. Yeah. How can you sit here? They're eighteen to twenty-two. Yeah, and you you can't sit there and like nitpick every little thing they did because guess what? They're not. Some of them are not mentally prepared to get that kind of criticism. So I fully support. Them. No, that was it actually. That's, that, now when kind of uh, when South Park had crack baby basketball, 
<laughs> and they went to the University of Colorado. He was just talking about, how do you get your slaves? He goes, we do not have anything to do with slaves here at the University of Colorado. We have, uh, what was it, student athletes. Student he goes, oh athletes. yeah, student athletes. <laughs> student athletes. <laughs> that was back when EA Games was making all that money yeah. off of Now we haven't seen a single one since then. I have the last one they made, and I play it. Yeah. I, I have the last one, but Denard guess what? Robinson Andy Stevens has it. I don't have it. What a bitch. He's been playing on it for four years. Come so I finally went over to his house. He's, he's saying, I'm beat, beating Nick Crawl's ass at this game. It's like, all right, I'll come play you. You've had four years of practice since I've last played it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll come play you. And who do I play with? I play with the Hawks every fucking, fucking time. Fucking right. I don't play with some, some ranked... Alabama or, or Georgia or Tennessee or whoever the fuck was ranked back in 2014 when they last made it. I played with the Hawks. And he goes, well, who should I play with? I want to make it even. No, dude. He, I think Auburn was like number seven. He's like, you should play with Auburn, number seven. He ended up picking. He's like, no, that's too, that's unfair. I think he played with the number eighteen. Which I, I actually believe was Georgia. George, I was just going to say Georgia. And I I put up 77 points on it. Oh, That's yeah. shit. That, 11 touchdowns? I had yeah. 10 interceptions on it. Not just to say that is his playing, but I have to give credit to my Hawkeyes Fuck right there right. on the field playing for me. I mean, I'm out here trying my best. These guys running around, yes, I know what it sounds like, but they're doing their job. Yeah, cornerback number eight. They're doing their yeah. job, okay? And actually, on that, that Hawkeye game, had a, I don't even think the NCAA had it right because I don't believe they had Rudock or whoever it was what at the Rudolph? quarterback. Would it be, uh, would it be, uh... Well, 2014, like, those Jake. games were always made for, like, two, the next the year. The next year, So yeah. it would have been 2015, was so it would have been Rudock. Are you sure? Because Rudock went to Michigan, remember? Well, he, on the game, would he have? Or yeah. or would it have been uh, Bethard? But it still wasn't either of their numbers, so I don't know who it was. What about, All uh, I know who is, was the dude that played for the Chiefs? Uh, either way, I, I whooped his no, ass. No, he played no, for the Niners. Bethard went to the Niners. Um, uh, who is the Stanzi? No, Stanzi. Was Stanzi? No, no. He no. left after Stanzi. 2010. Well, no, Stanzi played with... A professional team for a minute before their starter came back. He did go to the Chiefs, then he went to the Jags, then the Giants, then the Lions, and and that's the thing. Why didn't they, he ever get a chance? That guy should have got a chance big time. I bet. I bet you. You're talking about the Browns don't need a quarterback or or <laughs> yeah. anybody. The Jags back then, he could have gotten a start and made a good time, but. Yeah, back to... Throwing one more touchdown pass than interception? Fuck yeah. I just want... <laughs> well, his senior year, he went like 25 touchdowns and only six picks, so... Hell of a game. But... He threw, he threw three of those picks in one game, though. But that... The year that he had all those picks, <clears throat> we started like 9-0, and and then Vandenberg had to come in because he got injured. Was it Vandenberg that was maybe in the, no. in the game? 
It wasn't. It was a number 14. I don't remember a number 14 back then. Vandenberg was 16. Stanzi was 12. I don't know who 14 would have been. But anyhow, back to the whole coaching. You know, you want to get rid of a coach because you're not getting the wins you wanted. LSU is my favorite thing to talk about, other than <laughs> Nebraska. You get rid of Les Miles because he's not winning enough games. He was winning 10 or 11 games. Guess what they've done since then? Just like Nebraska. Just like Nebraska. They finished under the wins, less wins than what their coach originally was. Les Miles had them winning 11 games a year. And that wasn't good enough because they were not winning the national championship. And and Bo Pelini, although he's a fucking psychopath, was not winning 11 games. He was only winning 10. He had to get rid of him because he wasn't winning enough. And then you think you can rebuild. You think somebody can can step in. Anybody you can hire can come in and (coughs) win national championships. uh, The only team that's ever happened to is Auburn. And that is... They fired their coach, and Gene Chizik came from Iowa State, yeah. like a 2-10 and ten record, and won a national championship with Cam Newton because I, uh, I'm pretty sure he paid everybody. And but he, he was came. balanced out, wasn't he? That's why he's never coached in the NCAA again. That's why he's an announcer. He'll never coach again because people don't want to pay cheaters because you're going to get caught. Well, I mean, you don't want to pay cheaters that get caught. I should say. Well, quarterbacks like Cam Newton do. Uh, Cam Newton, uh, what was his name? The uh, was it Wallace? Jameis Winston. Winston. Well, he had Jameis Winston. What was the kid from Baylor who didn't pan out in the NFL? Oh, Robert Griffin the third. Robert Griffin. Jesus. No, I don't know if Robert, well, but RG three, RG three was really smart. He's he has like a four GPA, and he's in. It's like a political science degree, so it's like I know. But he team. went to Washington and blew his knee out, and but, has not had a successful year in the NFL. He blew his knee out in college, and then blew it out again in the pros. That's what I would say is there's a different type of game in yeah. the NFL where that mobile quarterback... You're not a mobile quarterback in the NFL. You need to sit in the pocket and not fucking try your luck getting away from too much. I mean, other than maybe Russell Wilson. He's, yeah, he's, but he's still pretty good about getting staying in the pocket. He only runs if he has to. He's not, he's not like run first. Yeah. He's not scramble to find somebody. He's pocket first, then scramble. And you wonder why Cam Newton was complaining about hits. Because, I mean, the guy runs away a lot. Mm-hmm. But other than that. When you've got Michael well, Moore even Michael blind side. Michael Vick didn't have... He still hasn't had a successful year in the NFL. Mm, he didn't do too bad with the Eagles. He wasn't terrible with the Eagles. His best was with you. the Falcons. Yeah. Back when his legs it, were fresh. I, I, I think it was probably with the Falcons, and he would be chasing. When his legs were fresh, he was he did just fine. Other but when that, you take NFL hits, you realize that a mobile quarterback doesn't belong in the NFL. Other in, but other mobile in, quarterbacks do make a huge name for themselves in the NCAA. And they do 
create a big name in the draft because everybody likes the idea of that. But it hurts. If you look at it, but if you look at it, they get hurt recently. You get Andrew Luck took like five more years to get hurt than than RG three. So you look at it, you see more of the pocket quarterbacks getting drafted here lately. Goff being one of them. Um, What's the guy from um, Wentz? They're both two <clears throat> Carson Wentz. Yeah, they're both two guys that weren't like uh, Wentz. Was he? He scrambled a little bit, but if you watch him in the pros, he doesn't do a lot of scrambling. He's pocket first. I think that they're like, hey, you gotta stay in this pocket. You see these linemen, we pay them a lot of money to protect your ass. Yeah, you so. want to leave this protection and go get fucking hit harder. Exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's all open out there. But I think but. Stanley. Uh, Stanley next year for the Hawks will do some great things for them and lead them to a great season, mainly because the mistakes he's made this year, I don't think he's picked the wrong receiver. He's normally overthrown them or thrown too hard to them. Overthrow, Uh, yes. That's always been a thing for Iowa, but this year, yeah, it it was the overthrow more than... This an interception mistake. It was like overthrow to where nobody got it. It was just like um, right. We needed a third down conversion. Couldn't get it. He had to overthrow. Yeah, but he Rather didn't. He didn't pick the wrong receiver. He just overthrew the right receiver. I wouldn't say he stared down anybody to where you and could I tell think, where he was going. Or anything I think like he's that. got the brains to pick the right receiver, get the ball where it needs to be. I think this next year dial it back a little bit, hit the right guys at the right time. I think Iowa has a quarterback next year. You know, I think he's going to be good for the next – he'll be a junior. Yeah, he'll, he'll, have two more, I, I, he'll have two more good years. I really hope so. And I hope he can really come close to Chuck Long's record. Has 74 touchdown passes in a career. Let's, if, he uh, could, if he could tie it up. But – all right. Aside from Iowa and the bowl games, what would you have for this national championship? I'm picking Georgia. Oh, what would I rather see? No, I mean, what? yeah, yeah. Well, who would you pick, yes? Who, would I, who am I picking in this game, or who would it I? Is, it is Georgia. Georgia and Alabama. I would pick Georgia to win. It is in Atlanta. Yeah, I would like to see that. I, I, I hate Alabama. I mean, I, I don't know who to pick. I think Georgia's defense is good enough to... But after seeing the bowl game, Georgia versus Oklahoma and Alabama versus Clemson, I think I'd take Georgia. Georgia's got the... I think they've got the horses in the backfield. I think they got the offense here, yeah. So I And they've got a good defense. They've got one of the best defenses in the nation. I, I would go Georgia as well. Just after, after seeing that bowl game. Sonny Michael and Nick Chubb are... Amazing. So, who, who would who would you take? Well, I'd love to see Nick Saban lose and take the Albia job <laughs> <laughs> here in town for the the high school head coaching position. Yeah, <laughs> he, you know, I mean, he could. But get no, I'll, I'll always pick against Nick Saban because he's a punk. He's a bitch ass and a punk. <laughs> I couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't do nothing at Miami so, with the most talent we've ever hey. had, except for the quarterback position. 
Fieldler was not he was not a grade A quarterback. But he came up to the NFL and was like, Oh my god, an actual running back and receiving core? Uh, I'm going back to college. Are you are you saying that Nick Saban <clears throat> should be in our sports category in the celebrity death tournament? That he should die. That he should be in the tournament to possibly be dead in 2018. I would nominate him. <laughs> That's a, a he's a bitch ass. Most like everyone else who made it into our <laughs> tournament. Yeah, he does have the bitch ass quality. <laughs> So uh, that's actually what we'll talk about real quick because then we'll probably have to cut it quick because we're about an hour and a half into the podcast. Oh, god damn. Son of a bitch. So, uh, you got to cut us off, man. This, uh, yeah, I tried to, but Spencer just kept going. So I know. Uh, celebrity death tournaments making a comeback this year. We're going to start it about Selection Sunday probably. We'll, have, we'll start our tournament and announce our people in the in the in the uh, Celebrity Death Tournament. I can't wait, man. I'm excited. The Celebrity Death Tournament was or, so much fun. The uh, It's not really Celebrity Death Tournament. It's just a death tournament. I keep calling it Celebrity Death Tournament, but it's like the... it's like It sounds like Celebrity Death Match, which is... It's just too close. Yeah. I, I can see where we could come into... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that just happened? <laughs> that was like a question. <laughs> Did it sound like a question when it happened? Yeah, it did. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, shit, yeah, but uh, that will be happening on Selection Sunday. So that's going to make a comeback this year. Um, we wanted to do a recall tournament this last year, but I just don't think we have enough people to do a recall tournament. I think it's one, it, we'd have to shorten it up. It would be it'd be hard to do. And you know really. we don't fucking take shortcuts here. It's either sixty four man or nothing, and woman sixty four man or woman tournament. Yeah, that's true. Cause we had some bitch asses in there. All of them were bitch asses. Yeah, we've been way ahead of the curve. And actually, one of the people that was in the death tournament did die. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Hernandez. So he's actually die. he would be the true. He would be the true winner of the death tournament. That's unfortunate. Why? He killed people. Yeah, he did. But, I mean... That he was in the death tournament and died? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... By law, he, he made his wife millions of dollars. His Maybe daughter. that was the end route that he was trying to take, I suppose. But... Forget what I said. All right, let's uh, cut the podcast here because we are about an hour and a half, about half an hour over what we should usually try to be. But you know, this death term is probably going to be a few episodes like this too. So when you when you tune in for those, be ready for probably an hour and a half podcast. And you're gonna you're gonna guest appear for some of those, right? Maybe we can get the crew back for the the, the finale like we did last time. Oh hell yeah, we're gonna have to. Try did we do the do final that. four and then the we made the final? We did the final four, I think. And then there's four of us for the final four. There's four of us for the final four, and then the final. But we did the final that same. Yeah, night. we did that same night. We did the Maybe final four. We should four go a lead eight and then do a final four the next night, like back to back night. 
What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm not in charge of this whole. Oh, thing. like I'm oh, just, we know that. I'm oh, just no. a guess. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. You're just. At least you're not flaking on us anymore. Oh yeah, I had to drink a lot that night. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Um, so that was that's been our 2017 wrap up. Um, you know, next 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 podcast you can catch us next Friday. You know, on the you know what is Friday next the 5th, Friday twelfth. Yeah, next Friday. We always post these on Fridays, so you'll see. Oh. Yeah, you know, this will come out on the fifth. Our next one will be on the twelfth, or we'll come out on the twelfth. We'll record it probably on a Sunday though. Or Tuesday, whenever we got time. Podcasts will come out on the 12th, 13th. We want y'all to come out to the Albia Country Club. Unless you're from Hungary, which we don't expect you. Unless you can get tickets in advance. It'll be worth it. <laughs> You've got if you If you days. say, if you can prove that you're from Hungary, we'll let you in the show for free. There we go. And... Not we're hey. not talking to ancestors. Hey. We're talking about you live in Hungary and have valid ID from Hungary. If you can prove you even have ancestors from Hungary, I'll buy all your drinks for the night. That's me. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I'd like uh, to see one person show up and prove that. <laughs> <laughs> they pull up their phone with ancestry.com. <laughs> yeah, I, there's like 15 people. That would be. I'd have to. I guess Shit. I'd have to do it. <laughs> We need we need proof. We need like physical proof, documents, family trees, birth certificates. So you, if you want these free drinks, you gotta be committed. Show me a Hungarian ID. I'll buy you all the drinks for the night. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Until next time. This has been the bearded one. Judge die as always. And six-time guest, Spencer Hershock. Until next time, peace. peace.